everybody today we have a very special guest he is a two-time emmy award winner also has the robert l van award to his name you can catch him on sports center in the a.m on the weekends i mean he's just all over espn the man himself <laughs> jay harris what's going on with you jay how y'all doing yeah, yeah i'm all i'm all over the place i feel i'm tired i need a nap <laughs> I bet you do, because, I mean, you, your sleep schedule is probably a little off, because I know sometimes you work morning, and then, like, what? Like, I don't know if the schedule stays the same, but, like, some days you're on call as well. Is that is that still a thing? Like, or... That's still a thing. Yeah, so, you, I, I know your sleep schedule got to be all over the place. So I, I bet you do need a nap. You got to drink multiple cups of coffee a day and all that good <laughs> But it's all good. It's a lot of fun. I don't mind at all. Yeah. There you go. We appreciate you taking the time out your nap schedule. Exactly. You probably be, you probably used to being asleep right about now, but I appreciate you talking to us. <laughs> All right, so first things first, I want to start off. I kind of just want to ask you about something um interesting I saw on your Instagram. I believe it was Monday. Um, so I saw you po- posted a um picture of a uh, Selma Selma Burke with her. I think it was there with a bust of what was it? Uh, Harry, Harriet Tubman, I believe. Is that what it was? Harry Truman, I think. Harry hey, Truman, yes, yes. Excuse me. No, um, <laughs> so, got the wrong one. So, um, Harry, Harry Truman, Harry Truman, Harry Truman, whatever. <laughs> um, but I did want to ask you about that because, you know, you posted as your Monday motivation. So, I wanted to ask you, how did that, you know, specifically her and her story and her history, how did that specifically motivate you? And then, you know, why is that history, the history of Selma important for, you know, as young people who may not know about it, why is it important for us to know about it and how do they personally motivate you? I'll be completely honest. When I go looking for those, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily because this person has uh, motivated me personally in, in any particular way. It's because I read their story and I thought, wow, it's interesting. And I think um, it's inspiring. And I think it's something that that would motivate or inspire whoever took the time to read it. I mean, not, and I I don't want to generalize everyone's story, but I mean, if you go back in history, the the struggles Mm -hmm. to have opportunities to succeed that are are shared with with all the people that I've chosen to post on Mondays. It's it's they're very similar, but they're still remarkable in their own ways. Right. Um, so I just I, I saw I mean every, every we all got piggy banks and with with dimes, and this woman is responsible for the for the the thing of Harry Truman on the dime, mm-hmm. and I thought wow and she doesn't really get her due. I, a friend of mine, it's funny. A friend of mine from high school sent me a message, um, uh, a, a direct message. That's interesting that you chose her because I just told my nephew about her uh, this weekend. I thought that was cool oh, that awesome. we are we are sharing the history that we didn't necessarily learn in school. Okay, so I want to ask you, Jay, specifically because I know people in TV y'all like to, you know, oh, you know, we just everyday people, whatever. But I've literally been watching you on TV since I can remember watching TV. Like, you've been a part of ESPN, and you've been an anchor for so long, and I just really... What are you trying to say? 
<laughs> I want to say I really admire how you stay true to yourself um, because I don't know if you remember, but I bumped into you last um, year at the Celebration Bowl. Okay. You don't remember. But, <laughs> but <laughs> that was I'm gonna be honest. I bumped into a lot of people. <laughs> but the point of me saying that is that you, I felt like I was talking to somebody I've like I saw you on TV. I've seen you on TV, but when I saw you in person, it was just like I was interacting. It's interacting with somebody I've known. Like I saw you at the cookout. Like you were so personable. Good. Like yeah, that's it's really amazing when you Thank meet you. people in real life and they're what you think they are. So I just really want to ask you, like, being in such a competitive industry, like, how have you been able to stay true to yourself, stay true to Jay for so long? Because my grandmother told me once, always be nice. Mm -hmm. Literally, that's what she said, always be nice. And um, God rest her soul, I haven't always been nice, but I, I try to be more nice than not. Mm -hmm. And I, I think those words, and and it's, you know, like I did the show, did Sports Center today with, with Hannah, mm -hmm. Hannah Storm. She's absolutely phenomenal, by the way. <laughs> um, and at the end of the two hours, we didn't cure any diseases. We didn't fix the political strife in the country. We didn't cure racism. We mm -hmm. talked about sports and we had on makeup and nice clothes, you know? <laughs> and it, so I really enjoy what I do. And I think I'm I'm decent at it, but I'm not gonna take myself that seriously because there's so much more going on in the world mm -hmm. that we all need to pay attention to, that I need to pay attention to, that I'm just a small piece. So there, and and I, I I'm always going to be um, a student of that, right. and I'm not gonna elevate myself above that, and I'm not gonna elevate myself above anyone. Because as you know, uh, back to my grandmother again, I, I, I wasn't how I was raised. And she will come back and, 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 and get me with a switch. And I don't, that, that hurt, man. That hurt. I, I don't want that anymore. And, so. uh, look, kind of a little, little grown out of that, too. You know, you, you hate for, you, for, for that to come back and get you like that. That would be. That'll yeah. Be, I don't, I don't, no, I don't need that. No, don't need that anymore. No. Always your family who bring you back down there. Always, always <laughs> ready, right there, ready to humble you real quick. Yeah. yeah, I get that. I get that when I come home. When I come home, hey, how y'all doing? Y'all watch the show? Um, well, you see, uh, right. what yeah. happened was I was uh, to one of my other shows. It got really good, so I ain't exactly. get the catch. <laughs> you on TV today? I, really? Really? <laughs> Cause I clicked on the channel. I just I, I thought I didn't see you. I, I thought I'm like this your shit. Right. Look, yeah, I, what you talking about? Really? Uh, I learned that early that I'm I'm not that much of a priority, so I'm, it's all good. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do I do want to ask you though. So you know sometimes, especially with you know young journalists, broadcasters, whomever. You know, sometimes because there is so much competition, like Simone was talking about, sometimes, you know, when you're coming up and you're really trying to get your foot in the door, get that first big gig, that first big opportunity, you know, you might have a frame of doubt the first time, you know, you hear no, or you're really excited about opportunities you might get and you hear no. Um, so when did you think, or when did you see, well, first, was there any time that you had a shred of doubt that, you know, okay, I might, this, I might not be cut out for this, or this night might be, might not be for me. And then when was that time, when was there a time that you were like, okay, I'm cut out for this, I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna make it all the way to the top? 
yesterday. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you know, I have those days where I can't talk. I ask a question, and as soon as it comes out of my mouth, I'm like, damn it, that was a dumb question. Um, <laughs> and I just, and I just want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been doing this a long time. And then you have those days where you just, you just nail it. Yeah. You, you're listening, and it, it, it just works. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I literally, and it sounds cliche, I do try to take it one day at a time, and I try not to get too high. I try not to get too low. I try not to get too full of myself. I try not to get too down on myself. Right. Because one thing I learned years and years ago when I was in Pittsburgh, I said something crazy on the air when I was a, a news anchor. And I was mad. I mean, I was hot. It came off the air and I vented to my executive producer. And he just sat there. He, let, he just listened. He just listened to me. I was talking. I was cursing, blah, blah, blah. And he said, you done? I said, yeah, I'm done. He says, what are you going to do about it? I said, what do you mean? I said, what are you going to do about it? You're all mad. What are you going to do? I said, I, well, I don't know. There's nothing I can do. He said, exactly. It's video vapor. Let it go. Come back tomorrow. Let's start over. Oh, okay. Right, that works. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I try and do. And as far as competition, um, I've been fortunate to make it where I am. I mean, this this any field is like it's a combination of education, networking, Mm -hmm. good fortune, blessings, luck, whatever, Um, timing, all that stuff. But I never really consider myself in competition with other people. I'm like like golf for me. It's I'm in competition with myself. I'm I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm playing against the field. You know, I'm, I'm playing I'm playing against the course. I'm not playing against the the, the dudes in my full time. I'm playing against the course. That's a bar. So as long as I do what I'm supposed to do, I'm gonna put myself in position to be there at the end. So that's what I have to worry about. I I'm not worried about whoever. They can do whatever they want to do. I need to make sure that I'm right. That's it. That's deep. Straight I've heard a lot of people say, you know, you hear it in music everywhere. You know, it's me against me, but I've never, that was a good way you put it saying, you know, you, it's you against the game, the course, like mm. it's just you and your craft. That's, you know, yeah. it's y'all too. I like that. Um, so let me ask you, um, was this, I'm going to go ahead and assume that this past year might've been one of your, um, toughest years in, um, wow. your industry. Just Why would you that? Because of COVID? Mm, it was a year for adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a year for every day was breaking news. Mm-hmm. So once you learn the new normal, mm-hmm. then you go about making it normal. I mean, I, it was honestly, it was tough on healthcare workers and people who were sick than it was on me. Mm-hmm. Once when sports stopped, we just had to learn how to do more news. We just had we weren't gonna have live games. So we had to find the stories. Mm-hmm. We had to do more interviews. We had to adjust. Right. So I wouldn't call it tough, to be honest with you. I would call it finding a way to do my damn job. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's that's what it was. It's not it's not like we can say, oh, there, there's no live sports, so we're not coming on TV today. That's not that's not gonna happen. So you, you when the light comes on, you've got to have something to talk about. So if I don't have a game, 
the people in the game, like once, I would say once NFL free agency started and oh, okay. people started going different teams, there was always news to report and this and that. And then it just started to roll. Mm -hmm. And we would talk to people. I mean, I got to talk to, I had some good interviews, man. I got to talk to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar last year. I never talked to him before. Wow. I got to do a long, long interview with Ric Flair. I was a, I'm a wrestling fan from way back. I'm not, that was the best for me. Just things like that, that would not have happened had we had extra highlights, because we wouldn't have done all those interviews that we did. Right. Um, so it, it was, no, it was, it was more of an adjustment. It wasn't necessarily difficult. It was a challenge. So you, you briefly touched on your time in Pittsburgh. Um, so we know you started out there. And then a lot of people might not know this. A lot of people might, too. But I was reading up on a great story um, that was written about you on for, um, Channel Sport 8 News, Sport Channel 8 News. I'm sorry if I got their, their name wrong. But they, they read a great, wrote a great story on you. Um, they were talking about how you turned down ESPN actually three times, I believe it was. Three no, it was two. Oh, it's two. No, I wasn't that, that stupid. Had it been three, I wouldn't have got there. It was two. <laughs> they said, all right, three strikes to you out. But, yeah. but ESPN came calling to you, and then I thought it was hilarious how, um, I think in, in the piece they wrote that um, your wife gave you a look, and then that's that's what uh, kind of made you turn the tide a little bit on the on the. Well, yeah, it was the look. It was it was the look, and it was the 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 piece of paper with the line down the middle and the pros and the cons of go or stay. Right. Um, then on legal pad, yep. Yeah, the legal pad. It, and that and her going behind my back and talking to my buddy who, 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 who. She said, I'm who, not going to. Sometimes you got to take stuff in your own She head. said, I'm not going to let yeah. him mess up this bag. I'm going to secure this bag for him. <laughs> He's like, is this a good opportunity for Jay? And my buddy's like, yeah, I think it is. He's like, okay, he'll be there. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> All I needed to know. Yeah. But, but no, the, the question being, though, so you've been there. Has it, I know it's been over seventeen. Has it had eighteen years yet? Um, I think, I think it'll be eighteen on the third of February. Okay, I knew I knew you were getting close to eighteen. I wasn't sure yeah. if they had hit um eighteen quite yet or not. But point being, how much has like ESPN like changed your life? Um, and you know, did, how how big of an effect has it had on you and your life and your family? Um, because you know you just signed that contract extension in 2019, I believe it was. So you locked in. Um, you locked in the yeah. contract I guess, I guess. in 2023. Three more years. There you go. <laughs> but no, just how just talk about briefly how much ESPN has changed your life, and you know how happy you are that you end up did um, taking that job. Wow, um, exponentially. I mean, it's 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 provided so many opportunities to to grow in my craft to uh, stretch myself, to do different things, to, to travel a little bit, and to meet a lot of good people, and to, to work with a lot of really good, talented people, um, to steal from a lot of really good, talented people, you know? Mm -hmm. um, to, um, to, to, to make new friends, mm -hmm. to um, meet new people, to do events, to, to, to throw folks in my cell phone that my son is like, of course you have that person's phone number because of course you do. <laughs> um, and it, it, this, it's changed it a lot, man. It's, 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 um, it's, it's, it's been a blessing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a real blessing. It's been a lot of fun. 
been a lot of fun. Met a lot of cool people. A lot of good relationships. So you got a lot of life. After the extension, you got any new uh, ESPN commercials coming out soon? Y'all, y'all working on any more? You know, I think it's because of COVID. We haven't. When's the last? I don't think we've shot any. Um, not for not for me. They did a couple on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, they did a couple of movie promotions. I saw Stan and Sinead did one. Uh, Kenny Main did one. Um, I haven't. I haven't done anything in a while. Hopefully. Um, but if if not, I've I've had my share. Yeah. <laughs> so you got a. You said it's been a lot of fun. I was just gonna say you got a lot more fun to experience. Um, oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> so, because Dylan was making it seem like it was your end of your career no, I documentary. I said he signed the But you were like, how much is it? And like, it was his closing chapter or something. Yeah, like, he was writing my eulogy, bro. Right. Uh, I know that. That's why I brought up the extension. That's why I brought up the extension. Here, let me. I'm going to lay down. I'm going to lay down, all right? I'm going to lay down. I'm going to lay down. Lay down. I wasn't trying to write you off, Big J. In the morning, I got you. So... <laughs> I was sitting here like, Jay, like, so Jay, let me ask you. So you said you got to um, interview Kareem. You got to interview Rick. Um, who are maybe one or two people that you haven't got to interview yet that you still want to get a chance to sit down with or Zoom with? Ooh, um, that's a good question. Hmm. <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, I like to talk like to Tiger. That? I've never talked to Tiger. Oh, okay. okay. I can see that. I'm about to talk to Tiger. Um, who else? Who else would I like to talk to? Wow. I don't know. It be sports related either. Oh, okay. Well, you know, probably should be because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I, I mean, that's I, not who you are. You got other aspects to you, Jay, <laughs> that we try to tap into. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, well, if you'd asked me this uh, five years ago, I would have said Prince. Oh, okay. Because yep. he, he was my guy, still is, for since I was, heck, discovered music. Mm. That was my dude. That was my dude. Mm. All right, Jay. So keeping it pushing here. So just talking about a little about your, you know, we talked about you getting ESPN. I wasn't trying to write you off ESPN. <laughs> But talk a little about, I know you spent the time, I know you spent a lot of time in right. <laughs> I know you spent a lot of time in Pittsburgh. So just also talk about your, you know, we kind of fast forward a little bit, but talk about your journey um, to ESPN and how, how your journey is going to continue as well. Just, you know, so I make stuff clear. I ain't, I ain't trying to kick you off ESPN. <laughs> uh, I'll, uh, I'll condense it. It started at a AM radio station in Portsmouth, Virginia. Uh, and switched to a little the the uh, AM/FM combo of that same station. It was bought by a person who merged with the big FM, uh, WWIFM Wowie in Norfolk. Uh, from there, uh, WAMO WAMO in Pittsburgh, doing also radio news, and then the uh, Sheridan Broadcasting Network, which is now American Urban Radio Networks. So I did local news for three years and, and national radio news for three years. I uh, had a part-time job at the NBC affiliate at WPXI as an overnight uh, overnight news source anchor just doing updates, mm-hmm. um, Channel 11 in Pittsburgh for a couple of years. 
and then WPGH Fox 53 10 o'clock came to the market and uh, that same executive producer that told me that it was video vapor because I was all mad about that night I messed up uh, he <laughs> told me he told me no he couldn't hire me uh, when the station came into the market because I really didn't have any appreciable TV experience and he was right um, but I kept bugging him and then one weekend he he really needed someone because his weekend reporter left and he called me up and said okay I'll let well, well I'm gonna let you do this um, until I find someone with some real experience because I, I was I was in the market how many years in 91 to 96 five years six years so I mean I knew the market I knew the people I could go around and tell stories I was good with that I just didn't I'd never done it for a TV station Right. So the first weekend, first weekend, they made me put everything on tape so I wouldn't mess it up. Second weekend, they let me go live, right. uh, live from the Pittsburgh Regatta, hundred thousand people down at the point downtown where all three rivers meet, and it was it was it was great. It was so packed down there. We had to do the live shot literally on top of the news truck because there was no uh -huh. room on the ground. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you know, I was all on right. the, the doing the thing, doing my story. And the fireworks were going off over my shoulders. It was perfect timing for the live shot. Uh, so I was a temporary person for about three months. And then the news director called me and said, you want to work here full-time? And I said, yes, yes, I did. That started my full-time TV career. <laughs> so I moved up. I did the general assignment reporting for a year, weekend anchor for a year, main anchor for three years, and then ESPN. Very long, very long list of accolades and places you landed. So, I mean, hey, that's amazing the way you climbed up and, and stuck to it. Um, so I, I do want to ask you real quick, just for just for us young folk out here who are trying to make it, Mr. 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 Big Jack. All right. So, real quick, what do you – so as far as, you know, a lot of people looking for reels and stuff like that, trying to put together reels, like what, what are your – do you have any tips and tricks and, you know, nuggets for us that you know trying to put together was a radio reel tv reel like anything like that you got some you got some trips for us yeah i would say do what you see or do what you hear if it's a radio reel mm -hmm. um and study the people that you like pick three people that you like google them look at their background everything that they went through uh compare that to what you're doing Maybe add some stuff to your plate if you need to add some stuff. Um, and I, I don't want to say copy them, but this is the Xerox profession. It really is because you gotta kind of you kind of kind of fake it till you make it. Yeah. You get the formula down, uh, and then you start really trying to find out who you are. And while you're doing all that, you try to be as much you as you can, right. as natural as you can, right. which for me, it took a while. It took a while to, to find exactly who I was. Mm -hmm. um, but once I did, I really relaxed yeah. and, and, and just let it come to me. Let, let the, the game slow down. Let the game come to me. There you go. So for, the, for, the young, for you young folks, I would say do that. Emulate the people that you really like mm -hmm. and do a lot of writing, uh, do a lot of watching do a lot of studying, take it really seriously. Don't worry so much about, ah, I'm gonna get my brand, I won't be a brand, my brand, now forget all that. Get <laughs> <laughs> your craft. <laughs> Did I hit a nerve? Did I hit a nerve? You're the big nerve, <laughs> I wasn't gonna be petty and look at her the way she looked at me. I wasn't gonna do that. I, 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 I decided to be a buzzer. 
Yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, if you don't have a job, how are you gonna have a brand? You know what I mean? That's true. Mm-hmm. So learn your craft, get get decent at it, and then start to try and 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 find your way and, and do all the rest of that stuff. And you talked a little bit, I just want to follow up. You were talking about, you know, how you kind of, it was difficult for you to, you know, kind of incorporate yourself into your work. Um, was that mainly because, you know, like you said, you were, you started out with kind of the hard news aspect of things before you moved on to sports. So did it make it easier when you moved into sports or no? No, it wasn't any of that at all. It's just that I didn't know who I was. Okay. I was, I was still learning. And you know, when, and once you once you start doing different things, like I look back now, um, even as you were answering that question, thinking about my early radio days, and how I almost lost my job because I sucked. The new program director came in, and he listened to the air staff, and his direct quote, I believe, was, "Who the f is Jay Harris?" Because what he heard on the radio wasn't quite up to par. And I had to really reevaluate what I was doing and, you know, bring it. Yeah. And, and, and that, that really made me be introspective. And that started my introspection. I, I, I still try to do that to this day. So it, it wasn't the shift from news to sports. Mm-hmm. It was trying to build my confidence and find my way, find my voice, find my writing, find my interviewing, find the things that I do on a daily basis and make them second nature, make them natural. Because what we're doing in this, in this field, what I try and do every day, what y'all want to do is relate to people one-on-one. You know, you're talking to more than one person, but it it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You just want to relate to people one-on-one. You want to have that conversation with them like that camera's not there, like the microphone is not there, like nothing is there, just y'all. Right. And it won't, you want to make it as natural as possible, as, as, as lifelike as possible, minus the cussing. <laughs> Depending on the platform that you're on. But you just want to, you just want to, yeah. I always tell people, make, throw yourself in a barbershop. I mean, just, you want to, you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you want to, perfect that um, to, to make it, you know, smooth it out. Right. So that was what I had to figure out. It's, mm-hmm. it's where am I in all of that? How much, cause I'm kind of goofy. I have a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Can I, how much of that can I let go? How much of that do I dare try and let go? Will people like it? Will I care if they like it? As right, like right now I'm to the point and it's a beautiful feeling. I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, okay. Right. Because yeah. no, I don't like it. I don't like everything. Yeah. So you're, I don't expect everyone to like everything I do. That's fine. I just don't worry about it anymore. I just try and be me. Yep. I try and be me. So I just want to ask you this real quick. I'm, we ask everything but this question. Um, did you, was this always new? Is this what you always knew you wanted to do? Um, cause you started out in radio so early, it seemed like you were already finding the path to what you wanted to do. Um, was there, was this like pretty much like journalism? Was that what you wanted to do from the start? Uh, yes. From the 11th grade, I took one of those career aptitude tests and scored well on the area of interpersonal skills. And I looked at the jobs 
when I think the third job listed was journalism. And I said, that's what I'll be. Because I, I like to write. I was on the yearbook staff at the time. And okay. I, you know, I just enjoyed the whole communicating thing. And I had tunnel vision from there on. Okay, so lastly, Jay, let me wrap it up and say, what y'all gonna do about Big Ben? Y'all wanted it all? Because my mom, she's a fan of Jay Harris and she's a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I got to ask you, I'm asking you this for my mama. What y'all going to do about Big Ben? What do you mean? Is he holding y'all back from the Super Bowl? Are y'all drafting a quarterback? No, no. First of all, you asked me about 17 questions there at one time. (laughs) (laughs) Your Pittsburgh Steelers. They will be fine. I, they will beat the Browns and they will move on. Although I don't think I don't think Pittsburgh has enough to get to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. My Super Bowl in my dream scenario is the Packers and the Chiefs because mm. I want to see Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah, that's that what be, I. That would be a good one. So, yeah, that's what, that's what, real quick. That's what um, Sports Center and the AMJ Harris wants. Right, that's, <laughs> that's what you want to talk about in the morning after. <laughs> that's what Sports Center and the AMJ Harris wants. That's what you want. <laughs> Behind the scenes, James wants Steelers. But um, lastly, real quick, I know your phone's ringing, but let me ask you real quick. What do you think? Uh, Somebody got it. I was hoping hoping somebody would answer the phone. Um, I know y'all got a late pick in the draft, but just what do you think the Steelers need to do in the offseason for the Steelers fans that listen to the pod? Um, Defense defense is pretty good. Um, We have a bunch of injuries. Yeah. Um, it may be time to draft an heir apparent to Ben. Um, I, he's got maybe maybe one more year. Y'all can have Matt um, Ryan. Y'all can have Carson Wentz. <laughs> like I said, maybe time to draft to draft an heir apparent. <laughs> that would be no and no. <laughs> um. Any, anything to help the run game. So if it's if it's the offensive line, folks, I mean, James Conner can run, and Benny Snell's been a, a decent backup. Um, any Anything that would open up a run game, because all this passing all the time, although Aaron Rodgers makes it look easy, but he's got Aaron Jones. So right. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. That, that would be all of those things are on my wish list for the Steelers. Well, Jay, we appreciate it. What want? She just wants Big Ben gone. She don't want Carson Wentz. She's sick of Big Ben. I said, y'all can have Carson Wentz. She's talking about, so we already got one big, burly quarterback we don't want. (laughs) Oh, your mom's going to tell her I said that. She is. She's a hoot. She's a hoot, all right. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Jay, for taking the time. We're going to support you. We're going to have your channel rolling. We're going to have your show rolling for uh, whatever time you restrict your free agent. You're still restricted free agent for ESPN. We're going to support you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you very Thank much. You so much. Appreciate it.